Hello, Hive Nation. Welcome back to the Hive Nation podcast. Each week, we have leading experts in personal and professional development share their journeys and expertise to help you connect, engage, grow, and evolve. Mr. Greg Belanger is our guest today, and uh, Greg's got a great story from uh, growing up in a household where you uh, are forced to work. I mean, you, there's no if or ands about about it. And uh, so he, at, at grade ten, decided to move on from that education uh, path and and help his dad with the business. And then from there, just kind of grew from there into his entrepreneurial spirit. Decided that part of it wasn't uh, cutting for him. Got into the corporate world. But there's always that entrepreneurial itch that people get when they are have that type of spirit. So Greg got back into the entrepreneurial game and uh, has a very, very cool story about, uh, you know, his successes here and, and, you know, how he can help, you know, the Hive Nation. So Greg, thanks for uh, being on the program today. Thanks for inviting me. Looking forward to the conversation, guys. Ah, so, so are we. Uh, just with chatting here with Greg the last couple minutes, uh, <laughs> It's, it's, it's pretty much one of those things, again, with the Hive Nation that we very much feel uh, the, the need to go now after, after talking to Greg. Uh, it's one of those things that it's, uh, I, I like hearing everybody's success stories for sure. There's always bumps in the road, obviously, but uh, the success stories. So, you know, Greg has uh, a, a successful marketing, sales and marketing company. Uh, a successful sport fishing business, and then he actually grew into a uh, into a video, a B two B video uh, company that that spun off of his other uh, companies that decided they needed more outreach to, and then you know kind of grew it from there. So, Greg, I'm gonna I'm gonna just spin it back to you here, and why don't you tell us uh, you know a little bit more about yourself, but you know h- how you can create value to our our, our listeners here today. Uh, yeah, sure, sure, thanks for that. So again, my, my, my journey to being an entrepreneur was, uh, it, it wasn't uh, laid out by my high school guidance counselor by any stretch. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> There's no way you could follow the path that I followed. Uh, it all started with my aversion to authority and getting kicked out of my religious high school and going out and starting my first business with my old man. We had a courier business. And just and just carried on into the bar business, into the sport fishing business. You know, I got to met met, met a woman, had kids, so I had to uh, get into the corporate gig again. I called my sell my soul period. Right. But, you know, it was good. I traveled. I traveled the world, and and, and uh, with a couple of good companies, ended up with uh, the the Rogers of the world, the IBMs of the world, and so I, I, I cut my teeth that way. But I always had my entrepreneurial flair. So again, 15 years ago, my, my high school buddy and I started a sport fishing business on Vancouver Island called uh, uh, Lucky Sport Fishing. Uh, we named it after uh, Lucky Logger. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So uh, you've had a few beers in your life, is that what you're saying? Uh, not I, but I know a couple guys that did. <laughs> That's fair. So, yeah, so, so, so we, we got that going, but um, you know what got me into my current uh, entrepreneurial set is actually I ran into some health issues. Okay? I ran into uh, arthritis and it took, out, it took out my hips. You know, I went from being, you know, Superman, climbing, you know, doing black diamond skiing, helicopter skiing, doing all that to 
barely able to be in a walk, walk, you know, 10 feet without excruciating pain. So that, that was really a, a, a dark period of my life. And you know, as I, I went through, I got, I got both my hips replaced. And uh, with, the, with the recovery, the, the immediate uh, relief of have, not having that pain really opened up some uh, epiphanies for me. And the first one was, you know what, I was no longer interested in creating shareholder value for my corporate overlords. So I wanted to uh, go through and start my own gig where I can take all my years of uh, experience from sales and marketing and uh, uh, entrepreneurship and the things I've learned and, and help help and help other people and other business owners come to that point and, and, and you know help to uh, learn from the uh, from the mistakes that I made right from a marketing perspective you know I, I don't have a, a marketing degree from any formal institute you know but I've spent just as much and I've learned from all the dumbass marketing things that I've done that didn't work yeah right? yeah so uh, but you know, through the course, I figured a few things that do work. So I decided to to share that. It, it's you can't put a price tag on experience, right? So you know the experiences that you went through in order to get to where you are today are really uh, priceless, right? There, you know, how do you put a tag on that? It's uh, it's totally unique. It's, it's it's my journey. So yeah, it's your journey. You're exactly. on your own journey. Figure it out. But you know, don't undersell yourself, right? There's only one of you. Yeah. And who you are is, is totally unique in your experiences and uh, you know, keep, keep, keep finding a way to, uh, to, to add, add the value that you bring. Besides, what, what would you learn more in, in reading a book than you know, putting your hands on it yourself and doing it yourself and getting to that point, right? Like, uh, yeah, you know, it, uh, it, wisdom, wisdom is directly related to how many times you got kicked in the teeth. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. Fortunately, my, my, my motto is one. Uh, uh. <laughs> I got one wisdom. Excellent. Oh, well, yeah, my motto, my, my motto or creed, one of them is, uh, you know, uh, fail your way to success. Yeah, love it. Right? Just, just try it. If it doesn't work, you know, as long as it's, uh, it's not going to be uh, uh, life changing, life altering. You know, give it a shot. Yeah, if it doesn't work. Then you guess what? You figure out a way that doesn't that not to do it again. Yeah. And you should give it a shot number two. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, that's that's excellent. So, why don't you tell us how you decided to uh, maybe transition into a more of a how to help other businesses rather than just you know grow a business on your own? Yeah, sure, sure. So, <clears throat> once uh, the very the very the very day that I left my last corporate gig, the very day, like two hours later, my, uh, my current business partner, uh, Bruno Lindia, uh, called me up and said, hey, Greg, what's going on? I haven't talked to you for a bit. Uh, what's going on? You, you, know, you got time to get together? I said, you know, as chances that seem to happen, I got a lot of time on my hands. You know, I just left the gig, I told him, he goes, oh, okay, so what are you gonna do? So you know what, I'm just gonna focus on marketing my sport fishing business. He goes, oh, you like marketing, do you? I said, yeah, I said, you should come and check out and see what I'm doing. So that was the beginning of the uh, partnership for Megapix Media. Okay. Again, we, we started as a um, uh, kind of a sales, business, marketing, consulting agency. Went through and then had the opportunity to uh, buy an existing business news website called you know, YYC Calgary Business. And, uh, you know, again, you know, the only way to success, all of a sudden we were uh, you know, publishers running journalists and videographers and editors. We were in that business. And what do we know about it? 
don't know. We, we watch videos. What's what, how hard are going to be? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. It's so, probably harder than just that. Uh, oh no, it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it, Hive Nation. Just jump right into that industry. No competition, yeah. and it's easy. You know, I know a guy. I know a guy. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, we 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 started that. We started to transition. I get into that, but then again, we, we opened up Megapix Media in March 2020, right? Two weeks before the pandemic. Okay, so the pandemic came along, and again, you've never seen a business plan fly out the doors quicker than that. So one of the things that uh, that you know we decided to, to create this platform for our own businesses uh, to come through, and but you know we noticed that with the pandemic, there was a whole lot of anxiety and angst and confusion with a lot of businesses and business owners. Is, how do we make the transition from brick and mortar to get online? And how do we how do we break through that that busy digital world? How do we tell our story? So we decided to offer our services to other businesses and founders. And um, you know, since that time, we've uh, we've uh, interviewed over thirteen hundred and seventy businesses, and we've we've given them that first chance to tell their story online, tell it through the power of video podcasting, genuine, authentic and distribute it and get their story in front of thousands of people. So again, it was a transition from being invisible online to the first step towards uh, you know, getting position yourself as an expert in, in, in your business segment in the digital reputation world. Mm -hmm. and it's the first step because the digital marketing game is not one and done. Right. You, know, that's, you, you gotta show up. So uh, we, yeah, we, we've done that. Along the way, I've started my own uh, video podcast series. My show is called Top Dog Tips, uh, No BS Business Advice. And through that, again, it's, it's helping, helping other businesses. You know, I'm showcasing different experts, different subject matters, and they talk about, you know, part, part of my show is asking to offer up, uh, uh, offer up tips, you know, three different tips for other businesses looking to get in their service. So yeah. um, I'm, I'm, one of my current podcasts is all about uh, uh, integrating AI into your business you know there's a lot of fear and anxiety and you know either full trepidation and you know we're turning into you know uh, the terminator schwarzenegger show and yeah. once a true utopia where it's going to do everything for us and somewhere in between i'm a bit of a pragmatist so those are those are the type of shows or our financial planners how to position yourself so that's that, that that's uh that's kind of the show so i'm about you know, publishing, publishing that on a regular basis, all about giving value to mm -hmm. the business community. Yeah, um, it's awesome. We also talked about, you know, how you create trust and, you know, how you create authority, how you create influence online. What did you tell us your key to success in that? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's, it's, I talk a lot about creating, you know, trust, influence, and authority in today's online world. Uh, and the challenge is, you know, we're all we're all we're all struggling as business owners and service providers. Uh, it's a busy, busy space. Okay? You know, a lot, you, you, I'm sure each of us are getting you know 10, 20, 30 emails a day from well-meaning businesses and people that want to help us, or they're they're reaching out on LinkedIn, whatever. They want they want to help us. They're well-meaning, but you know what? You're just you're, you're just uh, you're not standing out. So <laughs> I've I've uh, come to the realization that in order to you know, stand out online. Uh, you need to be positioning yourself as an expert, as an authority. Get out of the sea of sameness and position yourself as a force of one, the one, the expert. Mm. Okay. So by doing that, people love to work with experts. They want to work with the best. They got, they got to understand who, who you are. 
So the challenge we have then is why people aren't buying from you right away is they don't trust you. Yeah. It's a trust issue, right? The, the guys on LinkedIn that do the uh, uh, connect and pitch, you know what, dude, quit doing that. It doesn't work. You're debranding yourself. You're doing how you're doing yourself any favors, right? You got to build a relationship just uh, build a relationship online just like you would offline, okay? So that, the whole trust issue is how do you get uh, past that trust issue? Well, it's you go back to the, the adage, the no like and trust, okay? So before I trust you, I got to know you. And if I'm going to like you, I'm going to move to the place of, of trust. If, if I know you and like you, but I don't trust you, nothing's happening, mm -hmm. okay? So um, I'm a huge proponent of using um, short form content to which I call short form snackable content. It's a content strategy in the for, in the, in the um, format of short videos, your your TikTokification of videos, right? Your 15, 20, 30, 40 second videos that are designed to slow the scroll. Mm -hmm. So by posting that on a regular basis. And you're, again, you're posting content that's valued by your target audience. It's an education piece. You want to get it's part of position yourself as the expert. So you, you do that on a consistent uh, uh, basis. That that fulfills the no piece. People get to know who you are, mm -hmm. and eventually, if they like what you're saying, they're going to start to start to follow you. They're going to um, consume some of your longer form content, which is your 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 video podcast or your books or your uh, articles, you kind of going through that and then they get going to you know, maybe check out your website and check out a little bit more. But the whole push to get that know, like and trust, the ultimate is you want to, you want to start engaging with your customers. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I say the, uh, you know, the, the engagement or the back and forth piece, uh, you know, having conversations with them. In an online world, the conversions happen with conversations. Okay. So that, 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 that's kind of the path. And I, I, I take people down, you know, um, some, of the, some of the offerings I, I'm offering as a, um, a kind of authority amplifier blueprint. Mm -hmm. I take you down the road, understand where you're at, where do you want to be, how you want to position yourself. Um, and then we get to the strategy piece in terms of how are we going to do that, which platforms you're going to be on, what's going to be your messaging, what's going to be your media. So we go through that and then we execute. From the execution piece, I'm offering a, uh, uh, basically a, it's a, a content and social media posting as a service. So I've got, I've, the, the, the common challenge that we all have these days is time constraint. So you know, I, I no longer really talk too much about an ROI, right? Building relationships, put, 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 put a number on it, sure, but these days I talk about the ROT. What's the return on your time? Mm -hmm. So you know, I've developed a process where you know, with with some of my clients, you know, businesses, business founders, uh, executives, um, you know, financial planners, these type of guys, I can I can basically uh, go through a half an hour hour interview with you once a month, and from that I'm going to take anywhere from thirty to hundred pieces of content. And then I'll post it for you, so you get you get your your presence known. You're consistent. You're doing it with a minimum amount of time, and you're you're, you're able to go right to reaping the rewards of starting the engagement and the conversations. Mm -hmm. right? 
So that's got, and then I often have, you know, a kind of reporting system on, you know, what are we doing? We, we go back, we measure it, and then we go back and make adjustments to what's working, what's not working. You know, with, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. With, with the individuals that are coming to you, or maybe that you just see out there, do you see the problem, if you will, with people wanting to have a presence online, the fact that they maybe try to reinvent the wheel too much? Uh, you know, I, I know we see it where we have these like, super, super proficient sales guys in person. And then once they get online, you're like, that doesn't seem like anything when you're in person would be like, why aren't you just doing what you do in person with a camera in front of you? So is, is that often what happens or is it something else that people are missing? Um, you know what, it's, it's, it's the, it's the, uh, it's, it's the, uh, the, the, the FOMO attitude, right? Their, their fear of missing out. You know, they feel like they've been told they need to do this, they want to do this, and it's either they don't know how, they don't have the technology, or a lot of people are, are just, you know, definitely afraid of being on, on camera. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's part of the process that I take them through with, with, my, with my coaching is I help them feel, you know, confident, competent, and comfortable on camera, and we mm -hmm. just have the conversation. So what's, you know, I call it get out, getting out of your own way. Once you go out of your way and then we just have a conversation like we're having now, then, then the guys, then they feel comfortable and, and who they are comes comes back out. Sure. Yeah, and, and thanks for saying that earlier because uh, this is a true story. I just got this from Heather on LinkedIn the other day. Hi, Jason. How are you? That was her reach out message yeah. to me. And I, I, I bit my tongue first, but then I didn't. And then I just... I. It was one of those days where I thought, okay, I'm gonna, I'm, this is a learning lesson for somebody here today, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. not going to be me. Yeah. So I replied back to Heather, and I said to Heather, I said, uh, what if my child died yesterday? Do you want to hear that? What if something tragic in my life happened? Yeah. She wanted to hear, I'm good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah I, I get you. Thanks for sharing that. Again, it's the, uh, the uh, connect, connect and pitch, guys. Just don't, just, just, just don't get it. So there, there's an art, and when it when it first started happening, and the, with the pandemic came through, I was I was like you, I was being pretty uh, pretty lenient with a lot of these guys coming in. But you know what? We're three years into it. We're online. Everybody's figuring out. You know, figure it out, man. You know, <laughs> figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. You know if you want to build a relationship with me, don't be pitching me on on you know uh, the video podcasting services without knowing who I am. That's what I do, man. We get it all the time. I, we got one the other day, this individual was pitching me on, on a grant for a business. Yeah. And I had a look at him, and I, I didn't, but I finally did, I'm like, you know, I don't have time for you, because guess what? We already got that grant. If you did five seconds of research, you could have figured that out. Yeah. It's from the same organization. Like, that works. how do you have that much of discommunication where you don't even know yeah. who's using your money that you're giving away as a comp an organization. Yeah. Like, oh, it's it's actually scary. It's how laziness. Bad it is. It's laziness. It, it, yeah, it is laziness. It's it's the due diligence going an extra mile. So yeah. again, you know, they just they just um, you know self 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 disqualify. Mm. Right. They, they they eliminate themselves from ever doing business with me. Yeah. Right. And then the guys that, that go that extra mile and again get to the deeper level and starting, you know, they, they're posting content that I like, I'm gonna follow a little bit, and then we get into a conversation, right? Then, then, then it's gonna turn, you know, it may turn into an opportunity, or may, you know, it may not be a direct opportunity, but it's gonna be, uh, you know, I know a guy who knows a guy opportunity, mm -hmm. 
right? As long as they understand what I'm doing, maybe they're going to be able to refer some business to me, mm -hmm. and vice versa. So here's a free piece of advice for everybody listening. You can just go on Greg's, for example, LinkedIn, and say, "Hey, Greg, congratulations on doing X, Y, Z that you uh, worked with company ABC." That's all you need to do. That shows that the guy did at least 10 seconds of research on you and read through your LinkedIn file maybe a little bit that says, I saw you on this program or I saw you on this podcast or I saw, saw your podcast on with blah, blah, blah. That's all you have to do. Well, it also shows that you're not a bot. That's true. You're not an AI bot. That's true. And we talked about AI earlier. AI definitely is going to be, you know, something that we can all use in the future. But at the same time, uh, you have to harness AI that to... Well, you know what, AI, AI is here, and I'll just get into yeah. it. So, AI here, it's a, it's a tsunami. And again, check out my, my, uh, my latest interview with uh, uh, Peter Polarski from the AI Tourism Institute. Uh, just we're talking about the, the, uh, the macros and you know, the goods, the, the ins and outs of AI. Okay. So check that out, you'll, you'll, you'll I think it's some, some value. But the reality from our contest with AI is uh, and as it relates to video podcasting, is AI is uh, everybody's turned into prolific content creators. There's a there's a crap load of, of uh, content out there, and some you know some good, bad, and ugly. But you know people are becoming a little more savvy in terms of understanding what's been created. You know, suspected created by a robot, and what's been created by a human. Mm -hmm. So you know, a couple of comments. The uh, the, the studies that are coming out that AI created content is not performing as well as human created content, and the and the uh, the hybrid human and AI content is starting to get better. It's starting to catch up. So I mean, you know, to create human content, it's it's great, but you know, it takes a lot of time. Mm -hmm. So you know, be be aware of that. But how it relates to you know, video podcasting? Why video podcasting is such a game changer is that there is a huge craving for human-to-human -human intervention okay. or interaction. People want to know they're doing business with people. And with video podcasting, as much as AI is trying to uh, you know, replicate who we are, you can't, you can't hide who you are in video. When you add in the, uh, your, your audio, your voice inflections, your hand movements, your facial expressions, you know what, you, you figure out who you are. It's, it's you're the genuine, authentic person. And even from that matter, the, the uh, you don't have to be overly slick or overly produced. In fact, the, the more produced, the more slick you are, the less people are, are, are kind of trusting, right? You know, we've, been, we've had three or four years of uh, Zoom meetings with, you know, cats showing their asses across the world. You know, <laughs> yeah. coming into it. So, again, you know, when, you, when you're doing this video podcast, going through, make sure you've got excellent sound. Make sure your light is fine and your camera position is fine. And above all, above all, have some good content that's valued by your audience. Mm -hmm. okay. Everything else, you know, there's there's a very high tolerance for imperfection. I just saw a clip from Andy Purcell here not that long ago. He talked exactly that. He says it doesn't have to be a, a Hollywood production. Mm -hmm. Set up your phone and make the video. Yeah. Whether you think it's good, bad, or otherwise, make the video. Send it up. Yeah, just just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we go back and forth like, oh yeah, and one day, uh, I'm going to say we will do it, we, you know, we're going to have three cameras, everybody's going to have their own camera, their own mic, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah that's great, but the content is going to 
be exactly the same as it was before. It'll just look a little cleaner. I'll have, we'll go from the iPhone 12 to the iPhone 15. <laughs> That's all we're doing. <laughs> you know, uh, <clears throat> to, to draw it to something Ian Hill said at the Power Network Group, uh, you know, when we look at passion and purpose, you, know, you can have, uh, the purpose is, you know, what wakes you up in the morning. But the passion is just a vehicle. So the vehicle can change. Right. But if your purpose is, you know, coaching, let's say just for an easy one. Uh, you know, one day I'm coaching business, the next day I'm coaching judo. Mm -hmm. Same purpose, different vehicle. Yeah. And exactly with, you know, up, upgrading your equipment. As long as your purpose stays the same, the vehicle that you put it out in at the end of the day doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. If the content's genuine and real, and like you said, Greg, connects to your audience mm -hmm. that you're targeting. Yeah. yeah. Um, why don't you uh, give us a little bit of uh, a, a few tips on how you would um, set up a you know a podcast or a uh, some sort of, of media that somebody would view more than they would if they did it in another a different way. What 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 would your three top, top tips for that be? To to, to 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 set up a podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, before you get into it, um, you commit to it. Okay, it's 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 not a one and done game. It's a long game, and uh, and then I don't know what the stats are. Like eighty percent, ninety percent of podcasts don't go past twenty episodes. Mm -hmm. So uh, like you should have that So you know, if you're getting into it, um, commit to the long game. Commit to commit to a theme. Have a reason why you're doing it. What are you gonna What are you gonna get out of it? Uh, if you want, if you're looking to monetize, there's ways to set that up, but you got to do that from the beginning. You know, it's it's um, it's it's not really a field of dreams. You know, if you build it, they will come. You got to you got to do it, do it, do it on purpose and with purpose. Mm -hmm. And again, just get on get on a platform and be aware of of you know how how you can get it out, how you can get it downloaded, how you can promote it. Uh, you know, how how you get people seeing it. So it's a matter of the more people see it, the closer you are to making the impact you want to make. Yeah, yeah. And so, does it matter whether it's uh, video or just straight audio? Do you, do, would you would you suggest having both, just one? Uh, no, I'd, I'd say, you know what, these days, uh, I did, I, did a, uh, uh, I posted it on my LinkedIn, but I, I found an article about uh, the content consumption habits of, you know, uh, North Americans. And uh, the 18-year-old the plus North Americans right now are consuming 28 hours a day of media. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and how, how is it more than 24? It's because people are multitasking, right? They're scrolling, they're on their phone while they're in a, a conference call, while they're on a, watching TV. And, you know, there's, there, there's multitasking. It doesn't mean it's right, but, you know, I didn't, uh, I don't invent the world. I just try to live in it. Sure. So, so given that aspect, the, the changing, format is, you know, the way to think about ourselves is we, we are now all media broadcast companies, right? So, you know, think about it, We've, uh, we, we can create our own TV station, it's our YouTube channel, we create our own uh, radio station, which is uh, a podcast, and our own uh, online news, news outlets, which is our Twitter. So we can do that, uh, and, and the, the barriers to entry that the major networks television networks have before. We don't need a full-on studio. We don't need the people. We don't need trucks and printing presses and all that. Right. So we're, we're all, we're all uh, broadcast news publishers now. And it's, it's the ability to use it to 
promote ourselves, to position ourselves, our own personal branding, and through. So the tools are the tools are, are all there. <coughs> through it, it's, it's up to us to use it. So with, when you get back to the content consumption piece, is uh, when we're broadcasting, it's no longer you know broadcasting and, and, and tuning into the six o'clock news. Okay. Right. It's now broadcasting. You know the content that you consume is going to be consumed by clients uh, where they want, when they want, and in the format they what they want. So what that means to us is, um, you know, I'm going to produce my content in the format that they want. So if I'm doing a, a video, they can consume the video. They do the audio, they can consume the audio. If they want to do both, they do both. If you want to do the short form. Um, um, you know, YouTube shorts, Facebook shorts, YouTube talk, TikTok shorts, whatever. So it's it's multi-channel, multi-product uh, strategy. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. There's there's so many tips out there that like, like you can get drowned in yeah. uh, and everybody giving you a tip on how to do it. Yeah, you know what? The, the, the way it, it can be overwhelming, and you know, so you got to be on these channels. But you know what? Uh, if you're starting up, pick three, right? Pick three. If you're a B two B. I'd suggest you know, uh, YouTube, LinkedIn, and either Facebook or, or Twitter. If you do Facebook, you can you can manipulate so Facebook and Instagram go in the same feeds. Right. So that's something we made for with the Twitter piece. Okay. So yeah, just focus on that. Get really good at that, and then you know if, if it's working and resonating, then then you can begin to grow up. But just to start. You know, pick, pick, pick your uh, pick your poison. Yeah, right. So, uh, would you suggest three industries that you see that are growing nowadays that that people would want to get into? Like, I'll just use like a fashion industry as an example. You see all these, you know, influencers, you know, and de-influencers now they call it where they pick apart a part of the product. But uh, yeah, um, you know what? I I I, I, I grew up to be a D and guy, right? So, uh, and the the, the my philosophy on that, you know, opportunistic, but you know, follow the money. Yeah. Right. Follow the money. So who's, who's got the money to spend on that? Um, I'm tar currently targeting a bunch of financial planners because they're uh, they're they're you know they, they've got money as an age group. They're uh, they're anywhere from mid fifties and older. So they 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 uh, they you know, kind of. Uh, don't understand the technology. There's a FOMO. They know they need to be there. They need to get out and do it. They're not quite sure on, on how to get that done. So this is where I'm targeting my my uh, uh, authority amplifier business. The contents as a service. But you don't you don't need to know how to get it done. You work with me. A minimal part of your time. I'll get you the outcome you need. Yeah. So that, that that's one aspect. Um, you know the other one is uh, is coaching. You know business coaches. There, there's there's a gazillion business coaches out there. So again, for you to stand out as a business coach, you got to position yourself as an expert, as the authority. And I kind of outlined earlier some of the steps that you got to take there. But again, I've, I've got a blueprint that, that walks you through that steps on, on, how, how, on, how, on how to get there. Yeah, very cool. Uh, and are those, are you, are you, are you, is there any like industry that stands out going forward though? So say, say I'm a, a 30, 30 year old and I want to break into in, in oh, industry. Oh, um, uh, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's changing again, follow, follow, follow trends, follow trends, you know, pick something that interests you. 
right? If, if you got a bit of a passion about it, then then then, then try to figure out how to uh, how to implant yourself into it. Yeah. Right. You know, if you want to, if if your if your dad was a was was a banker and he wants you to follow into banking and you know you, you'd rather you know carve your eyes out with a pencil and go into banking, then don't go into banking. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> so it's it's really you know follow follow with follow your interest. And uh, you know, there's going to be different industries that lend themselves, but it's all it's all all, all trending. Yeah, have things change, right? Yeah. So it, you said something interesting, Greg, that really stuck out to me there on the the you know more experienced generation, say the 50 year olds plus. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who, but Jason and I were talking with an individual. They said the most successful entrepreneurs are 40 years or older. Mm-hmm. So. For those individuals that are maybe changing what they're doing or even just trying to gain an online presence for what they're doing, is it like low-hanging fruit for that more experienced generation where they're already experts and they already have the trust of their clients because they've been in the industry for 30 plus years and they've you know got the accolades. So is, since they already have that, is it like t-ball for them and they can just hit a home run a little easier than maybe somebody who's building that trust as a 20-something year old online? Well, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But it's absolutely, it's, it's, you know, to position yourself as the authority expert, you need to be an expert. So if, if you're not, then then become an expert, right? For, for if you're 20, 20 or something, you know what? Find a mentor. Find find somebody that's done it. There's no sense reinventing the 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 the, 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 the whole process. You know, again, if not, if you want to go it on your own, it's, it's it works. People have done it, but it's uh, I tell you, it's 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 painful, right? So just for that, for for all these guys that already have the trust and that build up, again, they're going through they're going through their, their change. What they did to get to where they are in the business no longer no longer exists or not works or works for a, a shrinking demographic of their customer base. So they just got again, you got to meet people where they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So find a mentor, find a coach, find a network. Uh, this is boy JB. Do I have a place for that? Happyprofessionalnetwork.com. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's just it's fun. Everything always comes down to it. Like every every conversation I seem to have recently, the the word mentor or network or yeah. you know coach comes into pretty much every conversation yeah. that I have now because of the fact that you know a gentleman with your experiences has had a mentor or had a network or had a coach is that somebody's told them, you know, maybe you should do it a little differently or maybe you should try it this way instead or maybe you should, you know, swing the bat from the other side of the plate. Yeah, well, I still use coaches. I've got coaches and mentors for, you know, again, it's, it's um, when I offer my mentorship or I, I, I look at people to mentor me, what I'm looking for is to learn from their mistakes. You know, I, I don't have the time to, to go through and try it on myself. Yeah. So work with somebody that's been there, done that. Yeah. Right. And again, it's the, the experience I mentioned earlier, my, my marketing experience and degree came from, came from getting kicked upside the head. Yeah. Right? I, I can yeah. tell you a list of a whole bunch of things not to do. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, you should probably, anybody who's listening to this, you should probably make a list of things not to do from gentlemen like Greg because those are the things that's going to get you to the do list. Like mm-hmm. that's going to get you over the hump faster than it is just trying it out. Yeah. That's why, you know, Greg, for, I'll use Greg as an example. He would have done, you know, uh, tried to do a, a marketing campaign through, let's try it, let's say mail. Okay, yep. the male targeted male uh, was for thirty-five to forty-five year old financial planners. Let's say, yep. 
and for whatever reason just wasn't hitting his mark. So he's going to cross that off and now he's going to go to email, right? And then so, okay, that one had marginal or better success than just straight snail mail. So uh, let's, let's put email on steroids now and let's do a video mail, maybe, you know, something like that. And it's, it's fun hearing the story, the success stories from the, from the failures that come out of success stories because uh, you should write down every, you shouldn't necessarily write down what to do, you should write down what not to do and that'll get you there faster. Yeah, figure out what, what, what you've tried and what didn't work. And yeah. Go to the next and, and uh, just the other the other cautionary tale is uh, we, we all kind of get up chasing the, uh, the uh, next bright shiny object, the next magic pill, the magic pill. You know, there's a million out there. there there's a lot of ways to go, but you know what? At the, at the, at the end of the day, you, you start with focusing on selling what you got. Okay? And, and, and refine that package and, and give it a good honest shot before either mm. abandon it or improve it. Yeah. yeah but, but to just continuously you know, do things half-assed and chase the next bright shiny object, uh, it's, it's stalled out a lot of people, a lot of businesses. Yeah. yeah. So and in, in, with that being said, is it, uh, we talked to Ryan Meckler not too long ago and he said, you know, if you give, give somebody a year to do a task, they're gonna take a year to do that task. So is it, you know, making sure you have coaches and mentors around you and going, let's try it in three months. Mm -hmm. That might be wildly unrealistic. Perfect, good. Because mm -hmm. in three months, you're gonna be pushing and really focused on, okay, in three months, what can we do to get this across the finish line? Now we're at that date, we missed the mark. Okay, let's give ourselves 30 more days. Chase that next. And now you're there in four months opposed to a year. So as a lot of the time, you know, people may be giving up because they don't, uh, you know, be unrealistic. They're not being unrealistic enough, I guess, with timelines or uh, it's maybe not the way to phrase that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Set, 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 set timelines. And if your timeline doesn't make you uncomfortable, it's probably not a, an aggressive timeline. Mm -hmm. But the other, the other part of it, when you're, you know, we're all coming up with new products new ideas. The other, the other piece of advice is to, you know what, test your product in the market, get it out of your mind, right? So, and, and I've been guilty of this too, you know, I'm always perfecting my product, I'm going to launch it, but you know, maybe I need to tweak here, tweak there. You know what, get it out, test it out in the market, because the market is going to tell you what you want to do. When we talk about, you know, uh, uh, starting up a, a business, you know, when you go to people out and they say, well, what do you need? To start a business, well, you need a, a business plan and a mentor and a, you know uh, a CRM and all that shit. You don't need any of that shit. Right? Mm -hmm. You know what you need? You need a paying customer. You know, yeah. somebody that's going to buy your idea or product, and that that'll dictate what they're going to buy, what they're not going to buy. That's your testing in the market. So that that's that will save you all that time, effort, and angst. Because you know, again, trust me, I know it. I'm I'm one of the. Uh, most brilliant guys I know. I'm a salesman. I'm optimistic, and I can talk myself into the dumbest shit. Nah. And again, it sounds great until you actually, you know, you know uh, verbalize it and tell somebody else about it. It's like, are you on drugs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we're not the only ones. Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness. And it was great. It's been a great conversation. You know, thanks. Uh, we probably kept enough of your time, but you know, where can uh, Hot Nation find you? 
Uh, you know, a couple different ways. Uh, look me up on LinkedIn, Greg Belanger, B-E-L-A-N-G-E-R. Uh, look on my website, Top Dog Sales and Marketing, so topdogsales.ca. Um, those are probably best. You know, I'd give you my phone number, but you know, I've been getting a lot of uh, uh, girls calling me, and you know, keep calling. But <laughs> so, great advice right there. <laughs> keep calling. Pick up the phones and start. <laughs> great, appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Okay, thanks, guys. You thanks so much. Hot Nation, we're out.